SAFM. Prime time all day long. Right, let's talk about development cycling now. Bukhle Madlala is the General Secretary of the National Cycling Academy. Uh, joining Inspiring National Ride With Me campaign to support talent development riders from township communities. It's a great cause. I still think we have this massive undiscovered talent of cycling in our townships in South Africa. And it looks like something's being done about it. Bukhle, thanks very much for joining us. What is the Ride With Me campaign? Thank you. Thank you so much, John, for having me on the show, and good evening to your listeners. Um, so the, the Ride With Me campaign, we are supported by Coronation Fund Managers, and we, as the National Cycling Academy Forum, NCAS, we are in collaboration with Ride With Me. So when the pandemic started um, earlier on this year, you know, we, we thought around what strategies, what can we do, um, so that we can aim at inspiring individuals and companies, you know, just just to come together. Because I think the divide was kind of exposed enough for us to see that we can come together and 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 help. Mm. And being in cycling and having worked with academies, exactly like you're saying, I think there is so much talent that is just left unnurtured with the cyclists that come from those areas and the academies that have literally come to being literal academies without having any support from government or any other form of, of structure that supports, you know, some SME type situation. But these guys are, are there and they live and they produce. Mm. You know, the next Lamini comes from Kailicha, you know? Yeah, I, I always tell a story about when I was you know, when I was a serious cyclist and I was riding up a hill once and I was, you know, yeah. I was training, so I'm going up and down the hill and a guy on a commuter bike in his suit going home came past yeah. me. You know, there I am in my spandex and my helmet and my gears and all this, <laughs> and this guy on his commuter bike just rode past me, and I think like this guy should be, he should be, uh, you know, somebody should develop him and make him a great cyclist. The funny thing, John, is we know these guys in in some of our academies, for example, in um, um, in Johannesburg. Mm. The guys they work as petrol service attendants. Mm. So you find a guy that's seventy k one way going <laughs> to to town and seventy back every mm. single day. Sure. So you know when it comes to a ninety four point seven, I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a Tuesday. Uh, so so how do you how do you find this talent? How do you develop them and 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 get people from previously disadvantaged backgrounds onto proper bicycles? So I'll tell you how how it started. So um, in twenty twenty sixteen, um, my then business partner. We, we did lifestyle events in, in Soweto that turned out to be quite popular because it was basically just in response of the growing cycling interest that is coming towards these spaces, but there isn't any structure mm. or there isn't any pathway or there isn't... It's not like there's a, there's a soccer office, you know, like when you want anything to do with soccer development, you know, you go to Safa, then you follow these channels, right. then there's Mvela League, then from Mvela League, you move and you finally play at PSL level. There is nothing like that for cycling, you know. Um, and the other thing is that in these communities, cycling is still very poorly understood, you know. Um, and as a sport, that is 
also another story, and, and it's through the lack of exposure, if you think about it. Um, and, and in these communities, because there's always prohibitive costs mm. to participation, you when you see these guys, because I do events, when I see these guys, then you know, I would look and say, what can I do? And when we tried to come to finding where these structures are, they were very far away from the townships, you know. They were in the more affluent areas because the, that has just been what it has because I think. Mm. So we've come together. It's 38 national, uh, nationwide, 38 academies. We've got guys in Pumalanga, we've got guys in KZN. Um, and we decided to form the, 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 and create a platform so that, you know, we can share information um, so that we see how we can direct up-and-coming riders. So since 2016, you know, started and here we are. Uh, cycling is a very expensive sport. Bikes cost, you know, hundreds. Of, uh, it could be hundred thousand rand. So, yeah, h- right. how do you how do you get those bikes? How do you get that kind of support? And we're not even talking about helmets and tires and tubes all the time. <laughs> so, so I think with what the ride with me campaign is doing, with ride with me, we we encouraging sustainable financial contributions, you know, to these academies via dedicated donation platforms like Given Game and Becker Buddies, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we, on, we also started a campaign, uh, we called it the Impact Campaign, where we collected gear, bicycles, and equipment from prominent cycle store, uh, stores. So we spoke to these guys like the Cycle Lab, uh, here in Cape Town, Chris Williams Cycles, and then Cycles. Um, for people to just go there and donate kits and whatever they don't need, you know. Um, and we're hoping with these donations, um, we channel them to these academies and these academies and then be able to buy um, and use it towards things like nutrition and they can buy the bikes, for example, proper mm-hmm. racing bikes. Um, but some of these academies have actually in their own efforts been able to raise funds um, to kind of approach uh, support from, from corporates in their local areas. We have have them with donation of cooperation by So it, it, it's almost like everyone wants to, to see this succeed and get this talent out of the country. It's just not spotlight to see that there is, you know, a kind of uh, an organization itself organization of, of all of these cycling academies mm, nationwide, mm. you know. So, Ride With Me is, is definitely going to add and, and help these guys with the financial contributions, you know, to, to be able to get to the level of proper, proper high-performance um, academies. You mentioned 38 academies that are around. Have they been successful? Besides, obviously, cycling being a great sport, it's healthy and uh, it saves the cities from smog and all those things. Are you creating potential Olympic athletes or Tour de France riders? Um, so, yes, we have. Um, I'll just, hold on, I need to get proper data for, for, for answering you on that one. Um but you know it's it's interesting that you that you say that um, because I think for us to even try and address the issue of how many cyclists you know come from these 
um, academies, we should first just acknowledge that in the country we don't have a professional fighting league. I mean, you can confirm it if, if you know of one that I'm not aware <laughs> of. You know, right. like you have a PSL and yes. you have a, a Super League. So there is nothing like that for, for, for professional fighting in our country. You know, what there exists is just like graded graded events mm. where you end points, you know. Uh, there's no grassroots development plan, you know, or strategy. We've seen what grassroots did with rugby, yes. you know. Um, turnaround time of proper nurturing of talent left in unearthed. There is nothing like that for fighting. We only have two continental clubs. Um, the NTT, where one, we've got Nick Zamini, who's come from these communities. Mm-hmm. He's from Kailita, you know, and he's the only guy that has been there because I think there is just nothing, there's no pathway that you're feeding through. However, right. the, the prominent I think dozen um, of these fighters that I'll, 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 I'll mention, these are guys that have come from these communities who are riding with elite clubs in the country, and there's not many, mm-hmm. you know, because there is no professional league, but these are clubs that, you know, you see them in each and every event in the country, you know, and there's the Mashova, those guys are there, 94.7, you know, mm-hmm. those elite clubs are there. So you've got... Yeah, it's... Yeah, I was going to say it, it, there's definitely a lack of some sort of, like, as you say, structure or league or something happening in cycling. It's very piecemeal. And I, like you said, I've been lucky enough to ride with some of these development cyclists and they are super strong. They, they really um, enjoy it. And you know, they're, they're an inspiration to their community as well. What I love is when I do these rides and I see them go into the community, just how they influence the, the kids when they come in in their bicycles. You know, the, 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 the thing is, you, a lot of people don't realize that the, the, the environment and the communities where these guys come from, they are role model in those communities mm. because with all the ills that are available and surrounding them, these are guys that chose to be disciplined and just love riding bicycles and, you know, discover that they're really talented in this. And then they just get lost because there is no pathway for them, you know. Um, and I think... That's very, very important, and we have been trying to kind of engage with um, with the National Federation, you know. Mm. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's obvious historically that, you know, the, the initiatives have not succeeded in designing and implementing an adequate agenda, if you think about it, of supporting development of young riders of color. So even today, 2020, we still don't have a structure, you know. Um, so we know that the efforts have, you know, to date involved very sporadic donation of bikes there, uncoordinated initiatives. There's a spur mountain bike series, but it's, it's in some schools, and you don't know whether it's a professional one, <laughs> you know. Well, okay. So this is, I was, yeah, was going to say, hopefully your forum works and it's successful. Where does somebody go now to find out exactly what you do and how you're doing it? Okay, so we are... Um, on all social media pages, but our um, campaign page is Right to Live with number two, not T-O, so mm. Right to Live, so T-O.za, forward slash Right with me. Um, or you can try and find us, NCAF, um, on, on all social media as well as NCAF, N-C-A-F underscore S-A, um, on all social media pages. 
Butli Mandlala, thank you very much. General Secretary of the National Cycling Academy Forum, the NCAF. As you heard, go do a search for the NCAF, National Cycling Academy Forum, or go to ride to live. .co.za. That's R-I-D-E, the number two, L-I-V-E dot C-O dot Z-A. It's a great initiative. Some of these athletes that are coming out of the townships on bicycles are super strong. And I, it was so great to ride with them. And I remember uh, I did a... I did a ride once that I, I had to stop because I was fat and old. Uh, it was a 200-kilometer ride, and the first 50-odd Ks were, are fine, and it's relatively flat, and I was doing all right. And then it started going uphill. And these developments from Kailicha riders, there were five or six of them, and they took turns pushing me up the hill. And eventually, at one point, I just couldn't pedal fast enough going up the hill because they were just – Push me up the hill. It was great. So, yeah, get development because one day you're going to need to push up a hill. That's a little motto in life. You with SAFM. We're going to be talking to Brad Bing, Managing Director of Sporting Chance. SAFM has been very involved with Sporting Chance over the last 30 years. We'll chat to Brad and find out how they're doing during lockdown and, and now that they're coming out of it.